One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. It's Monday, the 8th of May, a public holiday, which means it's a great day to talk about holidays and flights that don't go perfectly well and I'm delighted to be joined by my colleague Charlotte Hindle um, who is going to bring some of the questions which crop up quite a lot when people are unhappy about the way they have been treated by a travel organisation. Hello Charlotte. Yeah hi yeah so um, we're getting lots and lots of um, uh, queries from people they've got problems um, uh, they have tried um, contacting uh, you know the, the, the companies either the tour operators or um, it, most likely sort of the airlines um, uh, airlines haven't been getting back to them uh, very much so the online mostly online um, uh, uh, travel agents haven't been getting back to them uh, but they still think they've been badly treated that they are owed money uh, they're out of pocket and they want to know what they can do, where can they go? So, you know, it, at the moment they've come to you, but you're, you know, you're just one person. Um, uh, and there must be lots of other places where they can go to try and get some type of sort of justice. And I thought it'd be a really good idea today to have a look at all the places where you can go um, and just try and assess um, um, how useful those places are going to be. So, um, uh, say you have done everything that you can to contact the organisation, and either uh, you haven't got w- what you wanted from them, or you think that that, that it's an um, you know a, an unfair judgment, um, um, or maybe they just actually haven't got back to you at all, which is mostly what we're finding. Uh, what do you do next? Whether it's an airline, whether it's a tour operator. Uh, well, it is very very frustrating now. Um, if it happens to be a member of ABTA, the Travel Association, then it's very straightforward because um, they, uh, if, it, if it's a member, their members are expected to respond in a reasonable time. And if they don't, they get fined. So you just tell ABTA, oi, um, this member isn't um, behaving properly and they will most definitely look into it. So ABTA, um, is, if you see the ABTA mark, that is a, a good sign that if you do unfortunately have anything to complain about, you will actually get a hearing. Okay, can I just check? ABTA is just for travel agents. Not um, what about you know what about airlines? What about ferries? What about no? ABTA very strictly is travel agents and more particularly tour operators. Those are the companies um, like TUI, uh, like Jet Two Holidays, who actually put the holidays together. Okay, so it's useful to have that ABTA kite mark, I suppose when you're dealing with travel agents okay that's really good and that's where you can go and you can find you can just type abta into your search engine um, and and the details come up and you can contact them or you can write to them yeah so if we're not if if we're looking at say airlines or um um, anyone who's basically not a travel agent where would you go next well the obvious place um would be perhaps the civil aviation authority which regulates the airlines but actually um I'm not sure that they are going to be very much help. And so, therefore, the first thing to do is if you are getting absolutely nowhere... With an airline, we With with an airline, either because you are getting no responses at all, and sadly, in the case of foreign airlines, that tends to happen a fair amount, or they are just um, constantly refusing properly to address your complaint, then the first thing to do is write a letter before action and say... 
Okay, guys. A letter to who? A letter to the company. And yes, to the airline. Yeah, you might be sending it to the same kind of black hole that all the other ones have gone to, but you've got to give them a chance and it might just wake them up. And this is their signal. It says, unless I hear from you, and you can find these things really easily online, a kind of template letter before action. Unless I hear from you within two weeks, I shall be taking this further. At which point they might think, oh, um, she or he is obviously serious. Let's have a look at their complaint. Okay, but we were just talking about the CAA. So you're saying don't bother with that. That would be, um, I I do not have a... um, a long list of successful cases where the Civil Aviation Authority has helped the individual consumer. Let me leave it like that. Okay, so they're mostly just, I mean, you know, I've been on their pages many times um, um, and they tend to give information, but that's all they do. Well, yeah, if you look at their passengers' charter, um, you will think, hang on, so so come on, where's the bit where it says, and if this doesn't work, tell us and we'll kick some yes backsides <laughs> and, and and you think oh so actually all this is is just a kind of statement of a um, wide range of um uh, legislation pertaining to consumer rights with aviation so yeah um uh, 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 there's um better fish to fry okay so where would you go well um if you are owed a lot of money let's say your flight was cancelled at the last minute the airline refused to put you on a flight on another airline you bought tickets on another airline anyway because that's your their legal obligation to you you've now got a bill of two thousand pounds in your credit card and they're refusing to pay so you could go to alternative dispute resolution this is called adr for short and there's a number of companies and all hang the, on the, who just who are they now, these are individual organisations such as Aviation ADR and CEDR, and they are private companies whose job is to look at the facts of a case to reach an adjudication and then say, OK, here's what we reckon. And how do you go to them? How do you contact them? It's, um, if you are in dispute with your airline and they've said, uh, okay, we're ending the correspondence here, and if you do want to take it any further, then here's our ADR provider. They will very often do that if they're speaking to you. If they're not responding at all, then you just go online, you find out which ADR provider your airline uses, you go to them and they'll say, well, have you, you know, where, where's the, what, what status is the dispute in? Because, of course, at all times, you've got to give the company a chance to, um, uh, to settle before you take it further. And if it's, um, I think, eight weeks and you haven't heard anything, then um, you can press ahead with that. Okay, so as an individual, you can go direct, or you can get you you're, you're put in um, in touch with them through the airline if the airline well, is speaking to you. Is th- that they right? have an obligation to say, if you're not happy, you can do this. So let me talk through my experience of ADR. Um, it ought to be a really good system, and that's why it's been promoted as a kind of alternative to actual proper court action because it ought to be experts looking at a set of facts saying oh okay right well I know the bit of law pertaining to that and that and this is what happened and therefore we are going to um, have to uh, find on the on the uh, side of the consumer or indeed on the side of the airline. Unfortunately, are they independent these people? Uh, they're, they're independent but the question is how good are they? Yeah. Now they might be absolutely brilliant and I get only the very 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 small proportion which are uh, uh, which are plainly wrong but I've yeah I I see a number of judgments because 
people will get in touch and say, well, here's the facts of my case. Here's the judgment. That doesn't seem to make sense with all the stuff you've been writing about, you know, airline uh, obligations. And I'll have a look at it. And this is clearly um, a complete misunderstanding of the rules. Um, a typical example is the many thousands of people who've been turned away from flights um, because the airline has got their uh, passport rules wrong. I've seen judgments where the airline has sort of <laughs> tried it on by sending in some um, <laughs> false UK government advice from two years ago and said, look, this is what they said. And OK, so they're not good then. I mean, basically, uh, uh, yeah. you, you don't have a lot of faith in them. No, I mean, they're free, um, unless okay. in the case of some of them, you've got a completely frivolous complaint, in which case you might get charged 25 quid at the end. But otherwise, it's... um. No, it's it's very much a matter of... Uh, OK, so who uh, would you go to? Well, I would probably, if I know that the facts of my case say that I really am uh, deserving some money, I would go straight to uh, Money Claim Online. Now, that used to be known as the Small Claims Court. It's all online. It's relatively effective and... You can pay. I type that in? Can I type that into my yep, search engine? You can. Money claim online and you shouldn't get okay. any scammers intervening. Are they independent? Are they... No, that, that's part of the UK court system. So okay. um, uh, it will be uh, properly looked at. It's fairly slow. You've got to invest some money up front. It's for claims of anything up to about £10,000. What, mon- uh, what, what, what up front do you need to do? Uh, well, if, if it's a claim of £1,000, you might have to pay about 30 quid in. And do you get that back if you win? Uh, yes, of course. Yes. Okay. So always if you, if you win then. The presumption is you will get your money back. If you if you're doing this and you're employing as somebody did recently, a barrister, then you're not probably not going to get the barrister's fee back. But um, anyway, um, and at that stage, some as soon as they get the summons that some airlines may just settle, others will mount an incredibly complicated defence, saying, "Oh well, this was the weather in." Uh, destination A and here's the air traffic control problem we had in destination B and that's why your flight to destination C was late. If they're going to all that trouble the chances are they're probably going to win but um, let's see. Okay so money money claim online you, I mean, is relatively simple um, and rel- rel- relatively efficient I'm thinking um, um, and uh, uh, you get just the normal UK court system deciding uh, yes, you, yeah. you've got to be slightly focused on it to make sure that you're responding when you're supposed to respond. Um, but uh, it will it will get you there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, you talked about um, just then sort of solicitors involving, um, you know, lawyers. Um, uh, is that a good way to go? 
if you need to sometimes? Well, if you are, for instance, you've got a, a claim for a delayed flight and that is in dispute, then a really easy way to um, get two thirds of the money that's due to you is to go through a um, effectively a, a firm of solicitors that handles claims on a, an industrial basis of which the most well known is Bot and Company of Wilmslow. And the deal is they'll have a look, they'll decide whether or not your case is worth fighting. If it is worth fighting, they will fight it for you and they'll keep about a third of the compensation. And a lot of people do that simply because it's sort of, they see it as kind of free money. What it won't do, and I need to stress this, is if you've got thousands of pounds in costs that were triggered as a result of an airline's cancellation, they will not be interested in fighting for that on your behalf. Okay. Um, and, and again, um, I know that they're really easy to find because I've, I've had to find them a few times. Um, again, just, um, you know, in the search engine. Um, and then, you know, I think there are probably maybe two other places where you could go. Well, um, Citizens Advice, always worth going to. Um, and these organisations, fantastic. Um, they've, they've got offices in lots and lots of towns and cities. And they are basically just fighting the consumer's side. What I particularly recommend them for is where there is a really complex set of issues um, because the other solutions are fine if it's a kind of open and shut, does this flight qualify for delay compensation or not? Um, or you know, does the airline owe me hundreds of pounds for the new flights I had to buy? But if it's a kind of the holiday wasn't as advertised and here's what we spent and here's what we were told and so on, they will often pick up the case and be able to um, uh, argue it for your uh, on your side. And again, do you have to go into their offices? Can you contact them online? You can you can do, do both. But um, face-to-face is normally a very good way, particularly if you've got lots and lots of evidence that you need to show. Okay. Um uh, you know, and I don't know that. Do they have any particular expertise in travel? Because travel just seems sometimes to be a law unto itself. Well, that that is the problem, and I would love there to be a proper travel ombudsman. I would love there to be something like the for travel, the financial ombudsman service, which is very well funded, well resourced, very effective. Um, champion of consumer rights but we're a very long way from that at the moment okay well maybe you can do that when you retire (laughs) (laughs) what about what about going to your mp well that's a really good idea if it is a case where it's involving sort of public bodies i'm going to give you a couple of examples if you need very urgently a passport because of um uh, 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 compassionate reasons you know maybe you've got a family emergency you've got to leave they will help and the other one is um if for example you've been um, you, you need to get to canada you've been rejected by the eta system the canadian um, sorry whatever that is electronic um, travel authorization um so you can't get in if the um uh, if, if the Canadian High Commission isn't helping you directly, your MP's office can contact the Foreign Office who can phone up the High Commission and say, this is a really important case. Can you please accelerate it? Yeah. And then sometimes also um, uh, when we've had delays on passports, um, uh, uh, we've seen MPs who've contacted the Home Office, haven't they? Oh, sure. Yeah. Pa- passports um, can be can be accelerated um in circum- certain circumstances, but obviously, if you, you know, if you booked your holiday and you haven't allowed enough time, and it's basically down to you, then um, I'm not sure how much sympathy you will get from your very hard-pressed MP's constituency office. 
Okay, lovely. Thank you. And then just very quickly, um, I'm thinking there are probably different rules for British-based organisations and foreign-based organisations. Well, the rules are the same. It's just how you how you can exercise your rights, which is very different. And yes, um, particularly since Brexit, when we decided we are going to leave the European small claims procedure, it now makes it incredibly difficult. And this is a particular problem if you are dealing with an online travel agent who might be in the Czech Republic, in Poland, in northern Sweden. Um, they know that it's actually going to be quite tricky for you to put in a claim and that might be one reason why you're not getting much joy but um hey blue passports okay book british is the, I don't know, is that the message british company <laughs> well if you are dealing with a company which has a, a, a an obvious office in the uk then that is going to put you in better stead for claiming anyway went off on a bit of a a kind of travel and Brexit tangent at the end. I apologise for that. But um, Charlotte Hindle, thank you very much indeed for your questions. I hope that's answered a lot of your questions. It is a very murky subject, everybody. But um, that is the way things are at the moment until, as Charlotte says, I retire. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.